The time is 9 o'clock and you're listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. Hello and welcome to Tanchamar Report on CHMA 106.9 FM and CHMAFM.com. We're broadcasting from Sackville, New Brunswick, the heart of the Maritimes, on the traditional and unceded lands of the Mi'kmaq people. I'm Erica Butler. It's Thursday, October 12th on today's show. So as an arts builder, I think that's kind of maybe my job, maybe, you know, to, you know, start beating the pavement and saying, come on, folks, you know, if we just complacently sit back and think, oh, somebody else will do this, we might be sorry what the outcome will be. It's a special Sackville Artswell episode of Tanchamar Report as we meet the three local people whose plaques will be unveiled along the Main Street Arts Walk near the entrance to the Waterfowl Park. The town is hosting a ceremony tonight at St. Paul's Anglican Church to welcome Marilyn Lurch, Janet Crawford, and Dan Steves to the Arts Wall. CH May spoke with all three new inductees, and today we bring you highlights from those interviews, starting with this year's literary arts honoree, Marilyn Lurch. After a full career as an educator in the U.S., Marilyn Lurch moved to Sackville in 1996 and took up her lifelong passion of writing poetry. Many acclaimed collections of poems later, Lurch is a respected cultural force and societal critic. She has also served as a poet laureate for Sackville for four years from 2014 to 2018 and led the Writers' Federation of New Brunswick for a four-year term. In a conversation with CHMA, Lurch talked about the origins of her second career in the literary arts. You know, when I was 22, I thought I was going to be a poet. Um, Yeah, I wrote that to my father, and he wrote back some lyrics that were really awful, and he said, well, he's a poet too. Um, but I was I was really sincere. It seemed to be that's the way I, I was going, and uh, but it, that didn't happen until I was in my late 50s, and I was still teaching in Washington, and and um, I realized that I, wanted, I was ready to retire. Um, as soon as I could, and uh, I was in a, a writing group in Washington, uh, D.C., and was a really interesting group of serious uh, people. Um, and uh, that's when I—that is when I really started to, you know, write some stuff that was interesting to me. I've always written. I have. I'll take you downstairs and show you the journals. They're—they're they're, they're just there. Uh, but uh, so I hadn't written uh, poetry. So that's what I want to say tomorrow night is that I came to to Sackville in 1996 and and I was just ready to sit down. I was retired um, and I could write and and it was a privilege, uh, an honor to be in this town where I got so much help all along the way and and I. And I wrote a lot and kept at it. Does your activism yeah. feature in your in your poems? Uh, yeah, very. You know, it's very very prominent. Um, trying not to be a headline chaser, um, which uh, because I take on things that I feel are very important, like uh, the technological domination of the human being. Um, that's a political statement, and it's very uh, important uh, to me to point out the the, uh, the 
the dangers of, of where we're, we're going with that. Um, and uh, somehow not having a whole lot of, of uh, solutions to, to that. But I said kind of looking, looking into that possible uh, chaos that brings us to the point where we, people are not talking to each other uh, anymore. And I think part of that is the techno, technological uh, imposition uh, in our lives. Well, let's just talk about the arts wall in general. What do you think is the importance of having that recognition that along that walk by the waterfowl park? What do you think it says about the town? I, <clears throat> I can't say enough about what the town has uh, done to encourage uh, art uh, in, in Sackville. And also, you know, I'm looking around and I'm seeing people moving here uh, who are famous, <laughs> who, who have... Uh, who, who have reputations that are, are huge, and I says that that says something about the town itself and the arts wall. You know, when you walk past the arts wall, and and you see the figures there, and you know that behind that are ten, twenty people in, in uh, every category that could be on the arts wall too. Um, um, and yes, it's just another example of the town taking this initiative. It's just incredible. That's Marilyn Lurch, who is being inducted to the Sackville Arts Wall tonight in honor of her work as a poet and literary champion. The full interview with Lurch will be available at chm- chmafm.com on Friday. Dan Steves will also take his place on the Main Street Arts Walk tonight. The Intaglio printmaker first came to Sackville as a student, and though he intended to move on, he ended up staying to raise a family and build his art practice while teaching printmaking and serving as a technician at Mount A. Steve's work belongs to public and private collections throughout Canada and the world. He received the New Brunswick Strathbutler Award for Excellence in the Arts in 2009 and was elected to the Royal Canadian Academy of Arts in 2011. Here's Steve's talking about how he found printmaking as his art form. When I graduated, I graduated with a a split major in painting and printmaking, and I did both. Um, After graduation, um, I moved home for a couple years to Riverview and had a studio in the Aberdeen, what's now the Aberdeen Cultural Center. Um, And so I was painting, I was making prints, I had obtained a small press uh, that I was using but I had a, a show called Sight Unseen that was curated. It was here at the Owens, and it was curated by Dennis Gill, uh, who was an artist, and uh, he did some curating as well. And Dennis said, I'm not really interested in your paintings or your drawings. He said, I think your prints are, are the strongest thing that, that you do. And so I created a series of, of prints, images for that, that exhibition, and... All of a sudden, I was hooked. I, I, I fell in love, and, and I, I continue, you know, to this day to, to make graphic images. Um, is, what drives you about your work? Is it, is it the, the sort of images that you see that you want to create? Is it, is it the technical challenge of, of getting them there, or is it a combination or, or other factors? What, what's your inspiration and drive? I think for me... Um, 
the graphic medium is something that that I gravitate to. Uh, I really, all my work has been um, black and white uh, imagery. I've had people ask me, "Are you colorblind? You know, don't you know, understand color?" And uh, for me, um, that primal uh, black and white image uh, speaks of of what it is that I'm trying to talk about, which is in in part, you know, the journey that, that I have lived through in my life, the things that I see, the music that I hear, the um, books that I read, that kind of thing, that kind of give me ideas and inspiration. So I don't know if that, if that actually answers, but um, I do love the technical component, but it's not about technique for me. Um, it's it's not solely about process. It's it's about what it is that I'm 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 trying to say with the work. Okay. Um, now you're still uh, teaching students. Yes. Right? Uh, you know now now that your students will be able to walk by and sort of read your a bit of background about you on the on the arts wall. Um, do you, what what advice do you have as they sort of leave? in their careers and they might be in the same headspace you were in when you couldn't wait to get out of Sackville. Do you, you know, what advice do you give them as they, as they graduate and move on? The main thing I, I always tell my students is to make sure that every year they can look back and say, I wasn't able to do what I wanted totally because of life, because of earning a living, you know, eating all those things. But I did this amount of work, and next year I'm going to build on that. So when you're beginning, you have all these grand aspirations. You know, I had grand aspirations, and, you know, some of them have come to fruition and others haven't. But each year you're building on a career, and as an artist, you know, it takes a lifetime uh, to make that career. So be patient. That's printmaker Dan Steves, who will be inducted into the Sackville Arts Wall in a ceremony tonight at St. Paul's Anglican Church on Main Street. You can listen to the full interview with Steves and the other Arts Wall inductees tomorrow at chmafm.com. Tonight's ceremony will feature a third addition to the Arts Wall in the category of Arts Builder. Next year, Janet Crawford will celebrate 40 years presenting artworks as curator of Fog Forest Gallery, a pursuit that began in a variety of spaces before finding a home on Bridge Street in Sackville. A creator in her own right, as a musician and visual artist, Crawford says she is honored to be named to the wall as an arts builder, a role she finds joy in. You know, life is short and there's a whole lot to do in a short time. You know, so I do find a real stimulation in having my own creative practice. But really, when it comes down to it, I, I like to, to do things. I like to get things started. I love to be behind the scenes. I love very much sort of coming up with a creative idea about an exhibition or a show or a concert or something. And then the effort that it takes to actually make it happen and the, and the fulfillment when you stand back and watch it go, right? I mean, there's nothing more satisfying, really, than sitting at the, at the merch table, at the ticket table at George's Roadhouse in the middle of a really good blues show when, you know, there's a whole bunch of people up just dancing like dancing fools, 
and the music is good, and people are having a really nice time, and I'm sitting there thinking, God, this feels good. It just feels good, you know? So being a part of the building of things um, is really important. And the interesting thing is, as I've noticed just recently, because, you know, people are making their way back into an active life after, you know, COVID, that, you know, the community has lost a lot of buzz. And we had an opening here a couple of weeks ago, and there were some friends of Tim Isaacs came, and they played some swing jazz on the street, and it was a beautiful evening. It was 5 to 7. And people were walking by, and they stopped, and they listened, and they smiled, and you just could feel that buzz again, you know, and I'm thinking, I miss this. I really miss this. So I think, you know, even though there's still worries and good reason to worry, I think we need to get back into the groove and get this community buzzing again because that was something that would have happened every day, all over the place. Nothing to turn a corner and find some happening going on on the street, right? And and I think, you know, we've got the capacity to do that, and I'd love to see us get back to into that again. Okay, so you're getting, you know, you're getting recognized for your arts building uh, to date, but you, you see a lot to do in the next, in the coming while. Oh, I think we've got more to do in the next coming while than we've had in the past, quite honestly, you know. Um, one of the difficulties is over the last 10 years, you know, we've lost a lot of facilities. You know, we don't have George's Roadhouse. We don't have the live bait theater space. I go back and think of all of the events that took place in that live bait theater space. Um, we don't have the in, the United Church anymore for beautiful, larger places. The Vogue Cinema's in question. I mean, it's going to be really hard to market Sackville as an arts community if we don't have anywhere to perform the arts. So as an arts builder, I think that's kind of maybe my job, maybe, you know, to, you know, start beating the pavement and saying, come on, folks, you know, if we just complacently sit back and think, oh, somebody else will do this, we might be sorry what the outcome will be. And I really don't think that's part of our nature. It's not part of our culture. It's not part of our history. But I think we need to protect it. We need to work hard to maintain it. I'd love to see some effort go into trying to ensure that we have a space. Now, I know that's a big ask. um, And who exactly goes about doing that, I'm not sure. But um, that would go a long way to solidifying what this community is all about. That's local artist, musician, and curator Janet Crawford, who is being named to the Sackville Arts Wall tonight in a ceremony at St. Paul's Anglican Church on Main Street. The doors open at 5.30 p.m. and the celebration begins at 6 and will conclude with an unveiling of this year's plaques at the nearby, the nearby Arts Wall site on Main Street overlooking the Waterfowl Park. You can hear the full interviews with this year's inductees, Janet Crawford, Dan Steves, and Marilyn Lurch, on the CHMA website tomorrow at chmafm.com. That's it for Tanchamar Report for this Thursday, October 12th. Thanks to the local donors who support the station and the Local Journalism Initiative for funding local news reporting throughout Canada. Don't forget to tune in tonight at 6.30 p.m. on CHMA-FM for the proceedings at a public health care meeting called by MLA Megan Mitten. I'm Erica Butler. Thanks for listening.
Hi everyone, my name is Ellen Pickle from Tidewater Books and Browsery in beautiful downtown Sackville, and you're listening to CHMA 106.9 in Sackville, New Brunswick. Are you a family experiencing challenges in finding childcare? The province of New Brunswick wants to help. Through the Parent Portal, families can now register their children on the Early Learning and Child Care waitlist, even during pregnancy. The new waitlist will be used to help the Department of Education and Early Childhood Development determine where new spaces are needed most. The Parent Portal also helps you search for available child care spaces, access information about child care subsidies, and use the online calculator to estimate benefits. Visit the Parent Portal today at gnb.ca slash parentportal. That's gnb.ca slash parentportal. Did you miss that show? You can visit our on-demand section to hear the archive just minutes after a show airs, or you can see the playlist at our playlist selection under music, all at chmafm.com. Moi, je te préférais avant T'étais peut-être moins parfaite Mais justement T'étais pleine de doutes T'avais pas d'argent T'en avais rien à foutre C'était pas important Oh Julia, moi
it's Otoha Hanadani, and you're listening to CHM 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick, the voice of the marshes. Hi, my name is Bailey, and you're listening to The Morning Show here on CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. No, I can't stand saying goodbye. And I always knew that I was right. Thinking that you were what I needed. You had issues, I didn't see it until I read all the messages till you showed me there was nothing left. No need for these emotions. We crumbled and you let me down. No need for no devotion, but you. Tells me, baby, that I need someone else instead. Leaving you and letting go. Don't wanna fight anymore. Moving on, taking control. No, we not right anymore. You know it's over. My head tells me, baby. But it was you all along It's not me, it's you You know you put me through so much But still, I'm scared to lose you What did you do to me? Why do I feel like I
Oh. 